Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Welcome to Clash of the Titles. It is part two of this week's very special playing out of our second ever Clash of the Titles live show recorded at the Loading Bar. Thanks to Jimmy again. It was a wonderful night. We keep saying none of us can really remember, but fun was had. <laughs> yes, I, I was going to say, um, if this episode isn't as professional <laughs> as the last episode, that's because of the red eyes. Mm. Red eyes and tequila. And I forgot about the red eyes. Uh, I don't think I had one. One of our favourite listeners, Aaron, uh, yeah, was, was not going to take no for an answer. Uh, <laughs> so tequila did flow. There was a rule. You were like, no, 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 not until after. And I think me and you both lasted until after cocktail. Halfway through cocktail. Maybe. <laughs> I, was, I think I, I, I honestly remember them starting to appear yeah, me too. on our table. <laughs> I was like, we just need to get these out of the way now because we can't put our notes down. <laughs> uh, so this is part two of Coyote Ugly. Oh, sorry. Wrong order. Cocktail versus Coyote Ugly. He's back now. You've got to be professional. <laughs> Welcome to part two of tonight's Clash for Live! Oh, in part one, we went through a movie which, like the measures being poured, did nothing by halves. Cheating, pregnancy, death by cutting your throat with an empty brandy bottle because you've run out of booze. That was cocktail. And now it's time to look at how sexy I am. <laughs> Especially if you turn your head on your side, squint a little, and drink everything in this bar. From 2000, it's Coyote Ugly! Yay! Well, I'm the winner at the end of the show, but which film will it be? Let's find out. It's Clash of the Titles Live! Welcome back, Clash Brothers! I'm the original coyote. <laughs> I'm Alex Zane. I'm Vicky Crompton. I'm Chris Tilly. <laughs> oh, let's get straight into this. Uh, before the break, Chris was a bit of a cock. Tail genius. Snarf, snarf. Which means, by now, someone should be giving Vicky a leg up onto the bar. <laughs> because that's where she's doing this from. She's going to show us her moves and explain why waking up with your arm trapped under someone so repulsive you'd gnaw it off to get away spawned a global bar franchise. <laughs> from 2000, it is Coyote Ugly. Takes on a journey, babe. I'm excited. I am having a good time. I just realised. Oh, brilliant. Okay, are you ready? <clears throat> I'm quite pleased with this. 
Milton Keynes, have you got what it takes to make it in Milton Keynes, which is 42 miles from Stoke Newington? Because that's the decision that Violet had to make before she moved to the Big Apple to realise her dream of doing shit karaoke dressed as a shy stripper. <laughs> Violet boots scoots her way to confidence, working the bar at Coyote Ugly, then doesn't have confidence, then buys an Apple clamshell iBook G3, which puts her weight pun, back on track. Yay. Yay! Thank you. And after a four-minute spot at the Bowery Ball and becomes a songwriter for one of the most successful musicians ever, the end. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> uh, so, I have seen this. This is like a hangover film. So I saw it in a student house. Uh, and I will watch it if I'm hungover. Because it makes me feel good. So, but... Um, I was living with you when this came out in video. I'm I don't sure remember you... us watching it. Well, I did watch it, so... All right. <laughs> it did happen. I probably so, left the room. Yeah, I don't know if it was your... Th- yeah, it is your thing. I don't know. Anyway, but the dancing on bar stuff and the dancing on tables, like, I do think this film has a lot to answer for because there was a period of time, and also it came out just as we were being students, where you couldn't go anywhere without someone being like, shall we get on the bar? <laughs> you were sort of... And obviously all the bar stuff, like, don't you fucking dare. Um, so you ended up, I certainly did end up, on a table, but then you're on the table. You're like, fuck, I can't do this. And I don't know how to get down. So you'd be up there and just doing dancing where you don't move any part of it you just go like this a bit and then and have like to, and a bit like that it's a yeah. move called the sluts drop I believe yeah I can't I mean I could do it on the floor which I wouldn't but I couldn't do it on a table so I would just go off the side so you go up and you're like we're amazing and then you all have to help each other down which looks less amazing I found what about yourself um, so I was not particularly interested in seeing this film But then I went to New York with two women that I worked with but didn't particularly get on with. And which is weird in itself. Hard to believe. (laughs) (laughs) And they took me to Hogs and Heifers, which is kind of the bar that spawned this, or, you know, was it Cody? I don't know. But um, yeah, so we went there, and my memory was that the women in Hogs and Heifers look less like the supermodels in this movie and more like really tough biker chicks. And they were nice to the women I was with, but acted like they wanted to kill me. (laughs) And weirdly, that seemed to work for all of us. So having had the experience of being in the real Coyote Ugly... I then watched the film on a plane at some point. Okay. <laughs> wow. Dazzled by that. Did you just tell a holiday story? And then go, and I've also seen the film on the plane. By the way, everyone, I've been to New York. Uh, yeah. I'm very welcome. With two women. With two women. Yeah. Yeah. Two women. <laughs> you with two women and, uh, Someone yeah. paid me to go to New York. What was the so. question, Victoria? Oh, yeah, I saw it on a plane. Yeah. 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 I wasn't getting paid. <laughs> okay. Sorry, I just wanted to say that. <laughs> <laughs> what an internship that was <laughs> keep your money uh, uh, what about you so this was a first watch for me no yeah I'd never seen this movie before and I can tell you for why because 2000 when this came out was do you know how big a year 2000 was for movie people talk about 1993 being like one of the greatest years for cinema these are the movies I was watching in 2000 it's incredible uh, Mission to Mars came out terrible the Flintstones, Viva Rock Vegas. Nice. Yeah, that is a good Battlefield thing. Earth. <laughs> the Get Carter remake, better than the original. <laughs> Big Mama's House. <laughs> Red Planet. Oh, Dracula 2000. Are you having a breakdown? <laughs> 
interesting film. Leprechaun in the Hood. Yeah. That oh, was 2000. Big year, so, yeah. Excuse me if I didn't watch Coyote Fucking Ugly. Busy year. Alex is out of beer. <laughs> All right, let's try and get hold back hold of this. So let's do some background, super quick. Um, so the film is based on a 1997 GQ long read by Elizabeth Gilbert. So she talks about her time working at the Coyote Ugly Saloon. So not Hogs and Heifers, but they did film in Hogs and Heifers. Um, so it was owned by a woman who is Lil Lovell, Lavelle, played by Maria Bello in the film. And she only hired women. And on like her first day, Lil says to Elizabeth Gilbert, if anyone comes into this place and asks for a mudslide, a zombie or a grasshopper, go ahead and make the drink. Then charge the guy 15 bucks for it. Then take him outside and beat the shit out of him. Because this is not that kind of bar. Which is fun HR, I guess, on your first day. Like, you want me to fight a man? <laughs> fine whatever so she writes the article the article is read by Jerry Bruckheimer he options it for an absolute ton of money she bought a house it was like she's made it kind of thing um, and then Gina Wen costed the first draft so it's interesting because the GQ article is very much about drinking and about the people that drink and the sort of it's debauched but it's alcohol fueled and it gets sanitised into this thing which is about female empowerment I guess eek uh, that doesn't work does it um, did you actually say eek yeah I did eek it's just that weird schism isn't it it's like because I saw it when I was like 19 or something you're like yeah I can dance and that makes me powerful and then you watch it in fun, for fun, men <laughs> for men for money and then you watch it now you're like mm, I don't know about that <laughs> so yeah it's difficult because I want to def- I do love it and I want to defend it but um, didn't Piper Parabo say pretty much the same thing she was like yeah if we made it again now I think it might have to change somewhat yeah yes uh, so, oh, but this is the interesting thing. So Gina Wenkos is the credited writer. She did the first draft, but there's loads of uncredited rewrites from people such as Kevin Smith and Carrie Fisher. Mm-hmm. Did you know that? Yes. Isn't that amazing? I think actually a lot of the rewrites did a lot of work on the script. Well, then apparently it came back round. So what's he called? Jeff, Jeff Nathanson brings mm. it back to like a safer version. But the Kevin Smith version was like really rude, obviously. Yeah. And the Carrie Fisher one was quite saucy. Gina Wenda, Wendell Koss, Wendell Koss, uh, she wrote The Princess Diaries, which was yes. quite a hit. And then she went on to write the Hilary Duff vehicle, The Perfect Man, um, which The Guardian said, watching this unspeakable rubbish is like punishment for a crime you can't remember committing. <laughs> <laughs> My other two favourite reviews of it are I can't see anyone really enjoying this and my favourite review The Perfect Man isn't very good. That's lazy, I think. I I think when a movie's so bad you can't be bothered to just say it's just not good. (laughs) Don't go and see it. Um, So it was directed by David McNally who was genuinely most well known at that point for a Budweiser ad which I watched where a lobster it's shit, a lobster's going to get cooked and then it jumps out of the pot and steals a Budweiser. It was a big deal. I know, it's not good. He won the Super Bowl that year. Yeah. And then after this movie he made what? Yeah, the advert won. They... Neither of the teams playing yeah. won. It was a Lobster. weird year. Lobster. And then he made one movie after this and it was all over. Yeah. yeah. Which we should do. Kangaroo Jack. Kangaroo Jack. Oh, yeah. If you haven't seen it, we will, we will make you watch he it. Broke the, uh, he broke the age-old um, Hollywood adage, never work with animals or women. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now he's, he's definitely had a beer. 
<laughs> Weirdly, I'm I lighten up from it now. I actually had that written down. Um, <laughs> you weren't sure if you were going to say no, it. Okay. Exactly. I thought I'd wait and see if I had a beer. Yeah, might as well. A uh, little bit about casting. They auditioned 5,000 girls for the movie, including Christina Aguilera and Jessica Simpson, who would have been great. And then, obviously, we're going to talk about the music a little bit because it's got some good music in it. So, Kathy Nelson was the music supervisor, and she's got a list of credits which would blow your mind. So, I'm going to list the things that she was also the music supervisor on, and these are just films that we've done on Clash of the Titles. Ready? Thelma and Louise, Point Break, Indecent Proposal, Gross Point Blank, and Romeo and Michelle in the same fucking week. Remember Ugh. that? Uh, Conair, Armageddon, Love Actually, Shaun of the Dead. I mean, this woman like knows what she's sure, doing. Apart from, apart from Romeo and Michelle, that's a great list. Cindy Lauper into Romeo and Michelle. Yeah. Amazing. I, I suggest it, but it's in a terrible movie, so. <laughs> Stop trying to bring me down. So, anyway, so making Coyote Ugly, she says, was harrowing. <laughs> um, she got Diane Warren to write the songs. That, so, they were going to be sung by Piper Parabo. Jerry Bruckheimer hears her singing and is like, no, she's not doing it. So then they pick a voice artist and they have to like sync the tracks and the rest of it Jerry Brookheimer hears that and he's like still no and it's like what do you need and no one knows who this girl is because her name's been kind of lost to the sands of time because she was sort of in and out so quickly so that's when you get Leanne Rhymes because Diane Warren wrote How Do I Live and there was that famous <laughs> country music fight between Leanne Rhymes and Trisha is it Trisha Yearwood mm-hmm. where they both released it at the same time so they're known to each other and when they screen the movie for testing the last scene people said we're not we're not mad about the song so they gave Diane Warren one week to come up with a better song and she came up with an absolute banger which is Can't Fight the Moonlight um that's it unless anybody has any more it <laughs> no. did better than Cocktail 23% on Rotten Tomatoes uh, that is mean the Toronto star said more like Coyote Awful I bet they were really happy when they wrote it. <laughs> I'll take the rest of the day off uh, no. <laughs> Coyote Awful see you guys <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, the one thing I like about about the story you told is is Kevin Smith's work on the script. He said that only one of his lines got into the movie, mm. and he said I got paid a hundred thousand dollars for one stupid fucking joke. Yeah, that is a good gig if you can get it. Yeah, I'll tell you the line when it comes up because it is quite good actually. Uh, I don't know if it's a hundred thousand dollars, but there we are. Is that all right there? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. All right, so let's talk about the film. So, lovely Violet, she leaves South Amboy to go 42 miles. <laughs> I just can't get over it. America is fucking massive. You think they would make it more of a challenge? And they're like, goodbye, Violet. Be careful out there. It's 42. If you wanted to, you could walk it. <laughs> but she's got to keep going home because if she doesn't go home, man baby John Goodman won't wear any socks and look like an escaped mental patient yeah. that functions. It is weird. Again, I think it's of its time where she's like, oh, daddy, you can't do fucking anything but that's yourself. That's the cat stuff, isn't it? We've got to portray yeah. her as this nice person who looks after her dad. She's going to come home every Sunday. She's going to cook him food because he's an idiot. Yeah. So she... And really, really darkly manipulative, as we yes. find out later on. Which he's I like, a, I like that scene. Gaslighting twat. <laughs> yeah, for years. Um, he's a bad person, mm. my dad. I hate him. Mm. <laughs> oh, my God. You hate John Goodman? Are you sure? Think about that. It's the only reason he gets away with it. Just like Doug. So anyway, Violet's dream is to go to the Big Apple and make it, but she can't even sing at her own leaving do, so it's like, good luck with that, Violet. A little bit of a shout-out to supportive best friend. I'm only doing that because it's a trope. She is very supportive. Um, Melanie Linsky. There's a scene that's never picked up where... 
they the morning of taking her to all the way to the Big Apple, she's like swigging Gaviscon from the bottle. Mm. I, like, I see you, Melanie Linsky. I've like, done that. I'm so jealous. You really did it. You, moved you went into all a this way. Apartment in New York. <laughs> <laughs> you moved into the toilet from Trainspot. <laughs> <laughs> so it turns out. Violet's cautious father, Bill, played by John Goodman, was right because New York is full of dangers and perverts because Violet is very quickly tricked and stalked by Kevin who <laughs> stares at her ass for anywhere between 15 and 30 minutes. It's the subject of much argument. Yeah, he follows her home. He's yeah. already lied about his identity and then he trails her across New York looking yeah. at her bum to where she lives to make sure he knows where she lives so he can come back whenever he wants yeah he's a terrifying human but he's got a nice face <laughs> and a lovely smile I yeah. know and I look forward to seeing uh, Adam Garcia in um, in Death on the Nile when that comes out it's weird it's been delayed Death on the Nile because it's are you working what are you doing I'm just saying it's, it's difficult are you to... doing the premiere yeah what <laughs> is it available on Sky it's, it, it, it's... I'm unclear what just happened <laughs> I just I oh wait like... have you done another podcast about it <laughs> I was like Adam Garcia is really good in this movie what else has he done and then I saw he was in Death in the Nile uh, Death in the Nile I was like when's that coming out and I was like oh it's been delayed and then I realised it's been delayed because it's difficult to sell a movie with an alleged cannibal in it <laughs> It was a really long way and winded way of getting onto Army Hammer is a cannibal. Oh, I, I, I could talk about that all day. To yeah. be fair. And where's that going? That's it. Okay, That's, it, okay. Yeah. Okay. That's a full stop. That's for later. Allegedly a cannibal. <laughs> Which is just a great sentence to say about the Lone Ranger. <laughs> So anyway, uh, Violet is rubbish at making it. She's absolutely rubbish. And then she spots what she believes to be sex workers, a.k.a. the Coyotes, Cammy, the Russian Tees, Rachel, the New York bitch, and Zoe, Tyra Banks. <laughs> well, what she does, she sees them all and she goes, are they hookers? Yes. And then she's told, uh, no. You're supposed to say that. No. no. Sex workers. Mm. I just said sex workers. No, yeah. but he said it and they yeah. said it in the film. Yeah. yeah. I'm repeat. I'm quoting the film. I'm telling the film off. All right. Good. So are they hookers? To which she's told, uh, no. I mean, yes, but we call them coyotes because it's a 12. <laughs> and they dance to the power by snap. Yeah. Was not expecting that. No. And not so much EMF as well. I completely forgotten about that. Like, they play Unbelievable about mm. 50 times, which is three, always welcome. Three times. It's loads it of times. It is a cracking song. Yeah. Um, but three times is maybe too much. <laughs> uh, so Violet... She paid for the rights, though. It's like, you might as well. milk this. <laughs> <laughs> this <is> unbelievable. <laughs> uh, Violet is hired as a coyote because she looks like a primary school teacher yes. and dads want to do it with primary school teachers, apparently. Well, the average man is walking around with a toddler inside their trousers and she looks like a kindergarten teacher so the kids will love it. This is, she says a toddler. That's, that's naughty. Yeah. You shouldn't write that. You shouldn't say it and you shouldn't put it in a film. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe you're not more annoyed by this, Vicky. Is this, is this Maria... Maria Bello. the original Coyote Bello who yeah, says this. Yeah, she right, does. Right, right. But because she said... they. <laughs> It took me a while. They're walking around with a toddler in their trousers. And Literally, I, like, I think. That's she not means. right. So I thought maybe she said todger, but that's really British. No, she says toddler. They've yeah, got she tod- knows, oh, yeah, she and then she they've got kids in their hands. The, yeah, yeah it's, the, it's a problem. Can you imagine, though, if you were, if you were chatting up a guy and, like, a tiny sort of, like, the little, little toddler's little, fist yeah, punched yeah, out of the fly yeah, and it's just yeah. like... <laughs> uh, you spoiled it with that. It was good. And that was, no. It was fun, and, and now it's not oh. horrible. So this is an audio. This is an audio medium as well. Is it not a good? And <laughs> um, so Maria Maria Bella gives us some advice, though, doesn't she? She says appear available. Yes. 
but never be available yes. unless it's for money. Is that, she doesn't say that. No. <laughs> Sorry, I just froze because <laughs> I've you've been you've worked have you ever worked in a pub? Uh, no, I've drunk in one night. Yeah, no, I know that. You have. I I, I have. Yeah. Which is another quiz. <laughs> I was just when I worked I used to work in pub. I worked, I worked in, in the same pub yes, as you. Same pub. But you I used you to forgotten. <laughs> Vicky we got should, Vicky, we shouldn't drink while doing the podcast. Vicky worked behind the bar and I was just a glass collector. Mm. That's true. Yeah. No. <laughs> but I could make him do stuff like collect glasses. I didn't have to do that. But when I was a barmaid, I was only doing it. I was a glass collector. <laughs> that's all you could make me do for the record. Yeah. Collect some glasses. Yes, that's my job. I'll go get the glasses. Yeah. I'll lick them clean. <laughs> Stop wasting my time. I'm not going to do that. Get off the bar. No one wants to see I'm that. I'm taking that toddler out of your pants. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm trying to say I was I doing glass it. liquor. No, I know. I was like 19, 20 when I was doing it, and I only did it so that I could meet boys. I wasn't working in a bar to be like, this is brilliant. And you like, met the best boy. Yeah. Oh, that's true. No, but then I was thinking because um, the in the GQ article, Elizabeth Gilbert said she would chart how successful a night's shift had been by the amount of marriage proposals she's got, and it made me think about the people that I pulled when I was working in a pub, and then I felt sad because it wasn't very good. Did you and, get that? <laughs> the you one get that got away. I, I pulled. There's two. I mean, there was more times, but there was two times that I remember, and they were both underage. So not only was I a shit barmaid because I'd been serving seventeen-year-olds, but then I'd been sleeping with seventeen-year-olds. And this was this was not good. Wasn't no, it wasn't recently. <laughs> no, it was so bad because on two occasions in the morning they were like, oh, "I need to tell you, I'm not 18 I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me? I'm gonna get fired and also leave." It was just. You know, you're saying this publicly. Like, yeah, no, I know that. It's all right. It's, it's in I my... Thought my mum. <laughs> so anyway. you, you remind me of. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, uh, we're in the Coyote Ugly Saloon. It is carnage. The bar is on fire. Uh, shots are poured directly into people's facing, stripping, I mean, dancing all over the place. The man's getting his ponytail cut off. That's oh, assault. Yeah. That's assault. assault. I've written yeah. that down. Unbelievable. It's assault. Yeah. So, yeah. let's talk about the bar. Did, and uh, The hell no H2O. So, that's a real thing. That's... That made that I, I have two things: good, good goosebumps and bad goosebumps. Bad goosebumps. It made me cringe. Yeah. Hell no. H two O. What? Because of the rhyme, or because you couldn't just, get a glass of water? No, because of the rhyme. Oh, okay. It's just a, a shitty thing. It's just a. a I quite I like it. it. When they rain, they pour. Yeah. That's oh. what that is. That is when it rains. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> so, in the GQ article. Um, the hell no H2O thing that's true they wouldn't yeah. you know she wouldn't serve water the girls didn't is dance that legal? I don't know no. I mean you can get it from the to- I was just, this is what I was just thinking you can get it from the toilet I guess if you're really desperate are you drinking out of a toilet? no out of the fucking sink oh, right. no oh, right. <laughs> but, but it makes no sense because surely in a bar you want to keep your patrons hydrated even the drunk ones because the ones who aren't drinking you know keeping themselves hydrated are going to go home soon yeah. We all know to keep a bit hydrated. Sure. Which we'll be doing later tonight. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Unless it's held no H2O here. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, in, for the go- what do we do when someone orders water? 
No, don't do it. Give them a water. Have more respect for yourselves. Yeah. Give them a water. Yeah. Give them water. It's free. Um, so, in the film, they. So, the, I mean, it is terrifying. Have you ever danced on a table? It's absolutely terrifying. Like, when you're up there, terrifying. So, the girls I mean, are dancing on a, a real bar. Why? Because well, I've higher got, up. I can't, literally got no balance, no strength, no, can't dance, shouldn't be up there. Because the only time you'd ever get up there, you're like, oh shit, then I realise how drunk I am. It's like, it's too late, I can't get down. Awful, horrible feeling. But these but, girls can dance. These yeah, girls can, can really, at least from the waist down. Yes. Uh, yes. Some Which, dancers can dance, the actresses <laughs> can't, can they? Because we do cut away. Oh, yeah, it's a lot of Can you imagine how stupid must you feel if you're like Tyra Banks just standing on a bar going <laughs> not moving your legs at all and then it cuts to these legs going <laughs> but, um, the woman that plays Cammy, she's a professional ballet dancer she's mm. a real dancer she's cool. also playing Amanda Seyfried's character from Mean Girls <laughs> yeah, so. that is, is that is that the the girl from Eastern Europe Miko the actress yeah she's Polish Polish she's the one that said Isabella Miko she said the hardest thing was learning to do the bartending I'd never had a drink at this point and I have tiny hands which I reckon is the same problem Tom Cruise had. Because he's smaller. So they would cover the... It's, when they were filming the film, they would cover the bar in Coca-Cola and let it dry to make it sticky so that these girls didn't just like, stack it straight off. Um, because there is... So I don't know if you know... I didn't know this, which I should do because um, of drinking, but there is Coyote Ugly bars throughout the UK, which I had no... I thought it was like a purely American thing. There's one in Leeds. There's one in Leeds, Manchester, Birmingham, yeah. Liverpool. In Cardiff, two girls fell off the bar... One of them fractured her spine and the other one got really cut. So Lil, the real owner, is like, oh, it doesn't have, we've made the bars wider. <laughs> but it doesn't quite work because they're encouraged to drink. They're throwing, they're, when they do the Hell No H2O thing, they do spray water. But, well, you know, you've been, like, sorry, I shouldn't tell you this. Um, so it's really slippy. So people just fall over all the time. So it sounds horrendous. But Maria Bello, who plays Lil, she, I think she was spared a bit because of sexism and ageism. But she was 32 when she was playing Lil. And the execs and the director told her she was too old to dance. So she used to work at Hogs and Heifers and she could dance. And she was like, the gir- all the girls are on the bar. Why am I not on the bar? And they were like, oh, yog, you're 32. Are you shitting me? sit down so she did <laughs> so, it's awful isn't it wait Maria Bello used to work at Hogs and Heifers yes. yes oh I didn't know yeah. well that's why we do a podcast that's why she said that a lot can happen in three years like a chatbot maybe your new best friend but what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. So, Violet learns the ropes. She's now the Jersey nun. So, Cammy helps her with this reverse drinking trick, which I had to watch twice. So I was like, why are you spitting it? But whatever. So, she says... Um, this is a stupid line where uh, Violet's like, oh, I love you. And then Cammy says, I'm not a lesbian. I've played in the minors, but I never went pro. And that's the line. Kevin Smith got $100,000 for that one line. But you mentioned the spitting thing. So they would take a, 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 a shot, but they didn't want to drink the shot. So they would take the, the slug of the shot and then they would spit it into a can of Coke. And in that article, when she's telling that story, she says, Bud Light Lou who sat at the end of the bar would beg me to sell him the mug full of whiskey spit and coke at the end of the night <laughs> classic Bud Light Lou <laughs> incorrigible dirty dirty Lou <laughs> Have you, oh my god that just reminded me when I worked in, so when I worked in a pub in Blackburn there was someone that would has anyone you know, everyone's worked in a pub who would drink the drip trays and oh, so you'd yeah so you'd pour yeah you pour it in, and he would want to drink it at the end of the oh, night. Oh. Yeah, but it's not been in anyone's mouth, but it's been sitting yeah. in a drip tray all night, and it's completely flat and warm and vile. I went out with a girl who did that for a bit. Yeah. Oh, nice. Is that breaking that I need? I loved her. Sorry to good shot right in the end. That is really beautiful. Yeah. Wow. She wants she wants like the contents of an ashtray. That was. Like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, when you when you when you get a bit when you get a day, you've got to take it. We that's, learned that. Uh, yeah, we learned that. That's, that's, yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> you were in love with this girl, and she ate the contents of an ashtray. Yeah, I mean things changed after that. Right. Okay. So that was that was a yes, okay, fine. Yeah. yeah. Sure. 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 Line in the sand. Yeah. Of course. Line in the, Line ash. In the ash. <laughs> Uh, well, they just didn't have to buy her any snacks, I guess. So, <laughs> win-win. So, uh, Kevin, Adam Garcia, he dances on the bar at this point in the uh, the film. That wasn't in the script, so they, that's why you know. There's a scene where they're like the fire marshal is bollocking you, and it's like that seems roundly unfair. Like <laughs> you've been told to spray him on the water, but not this guy. And it's because they were on set, and Adam Garcia is a West End star and a, a good dancer, and he saw the girls doing their boot scooting thing, and he was showing off, and he's like, I can do that, and the director was like can you dance he's like I'm actually a dancer so then they put into the script him dancing on the bar 
Um, I think he's brilliant dancing on the bar until he rubs his own nipples. Mm. And then I was felt. Well, his confused. wife told him up. He said he was at a screening recently and his wife was with him, a charity screening. And then she's like, why did you do that with your why nipples? Why have you done that? And yeah. he said, I took it too far. But why are there so many straight businesswomen in that bar? That's What's a good in question. that bar for them? Because you've got some ones that are quite well known. Caitlin Olsen. Aroused, aroused businessmen who clearly aren't going to end up with the girls dancing on the bar but are in a, a heightened state of erotica. Um, oh, I don't know. They all look horrible, those men. Well, you know, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just saying, you asked a question, I'm saying that's why they're there. Because Cause, suddenly... cause those women who are desperately bidding uh, for him, mm. they're, they're also quite recognisable. You've got Caitlin Olsen from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia and Alec Bornstein oh, from the mum from Family Guy. Yes. They're the two women yeah. bidding against each other. There's loads of weird cameos in this. Like, you've got Johnny Knoxville. Johnny Knoxville. Johnny Knoxville. Yeah. Michael, Michael Bay. Michael Bay taking Bay. a pervy photograph yeah. of his own collection. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know what those, those straight women are doing now. I'm not buying it, Alex. I think... No, that's I don't understand. When, when Kevin is bought by one of them and disappears off with her and then meets her outside, Violet, mm. has he been off and had sex with the woman who paid for him and then he's coming back? No, she only was allowed to lick him. Oh. That's what she got for her money. That's what. I, that's my reading cool, of it, cool. which is fine. So I don't know why he's got such a big car though. He's got a really expensive car anyway. So they go. Because uh, he works in a fish market where <laughs> he gets paid a hundred dollars for passing a tuna about two feet yeah. to a guy who works on a stall. That is easy money to it's be fair. Unbelievable. Yeah. He goes, I get paid a hundred dollars for this. There you go. <laughs> See you tomorrow. <laughs> I, I, I would literally rather do that than this podcast for a hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> we, we'd like that as well. Yeah. You, you're passing that's a fish. Yeah, that's, I can pass a fish for $100. I've seen, I've seen you pass a fish. <laughs> Just a costume. That was a weird night. So, <laughs> Violet and Kevin go on a date where it's revealed that Kevin is into comics, not drugs. Boo! <laughs> <laughs> so, he, Adam Garcia said in the original, one of the versions of the scripts, it was a bit darker, but it is a bit of a... I, I'm not, I don't think this film is appropriate for like, this is a bag of cocaine, let's go on the day. But he's like, I've got this. Yeah, no, he's, he's and said his like, memory of the script literally is, it, it was a drug deal rather than yeah. atomic and drug deal. Yeah, and then he's deal. like, oh, it's a comic Which makes more sense. <laughs> but it's also, it sort of, it sets it up as one thing and then goes, but it's not that, as soon as possible. In yeah. the same scene, it's not like, oh shit, she thinks he might be into this and she's not sure how to approach it. It gets like, it's drug, comic. It's a comic. So Violet wants to write the music, not sing it, which is super handy because that's what Jerry Bruckheimer also felt. Um, and she does sing a very weak cover of One Way or Another, and she's not even that good. And then everyone is like, stop fighting the shit karaoke on. And everyone's like, transfixed by this girl who's not even that confident. And they're like, we've got to put everything aside yep. to watch this one. This is the most cringe-inducing scene in the movie. Cause is it? It's, <laughs> There's a few. I've written down a few. But yeah. uh, it's, it's just so awful. Yeah, it is. It's, it's so awful. And then Maria, I'm the original Coyote Bellow, describes her performances leaving not a dry seat in the house. I like that. What? No, I don't know. It's just, it's just like dirty it's enough. Gross. To like, <laughs> it's gross. gross. It's like... A couple of people slipped off their seats. Yeah, it's fine. I don't mind it. I can't, what can I say? I don't mind it. Um, so, so Violet's confidence, this is obviously a little bit jarring, It's up and down. So she, now she will sing. 
Mm. So that's good. But she won't sing her own song. So it's like, okay. And I, this is this is me being awful, but she's like got this thing about confidence and she's like not super confident. But then when Kevin is trying to have sex with her in front of a cardboard cutout of Patrick Swayze, she does a very confident strip. Like if you're not confident, you're not like, watch this strip. You're just like, can we just get rid of the lights and just crack on? Because I'm not a confident person. So that for me was a little she's bit... She's not confident about her performing skills mm. musically. Like you can be confident about like, you're sexual doing it I think she yeah. goes in confidently to all those offices but she just won't play by the rules it's like she's, she's a crazy got, rebel mm. yeah or she's got this sense of entitlement it's all just going to happen for her What's, no yeah. there's, a, there's a way of doing this yeah she annoys me um <laughs> she, okay <laughs> have you covered the message from our sponsors Apple Computers where the, the, they um, are the best computer to edit music on the there's a show. bit there's, this is the first one's not so bad although there's a lot of apple branding in it it's the second time where she goes to use the computer and she actually laughs at how, how easy good it is, it is yeah. to edit on an <laughs> apple computer it's a lot of fun. <laughs> i loved it <laughs> just because of early tech i just thought when she bought that computer i just thought i loved that computer anyway um so so then we're into like the we've got a hurdle towards like the act two low point. So there's going to be a lot of shaming happening. So her dad sees her writhing around on the bar, and that is horrendous. Obviously, it's funny. Really? John Goodman's face in that scene is the biggest laugh in the movie, where he's just like. <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, he's like, it's like, is this the worst thing that could happen to him? No, he's going to get hit by a car. But, uh, <laughs> um, and then she lets Kevin down because she misses her spot at the elbow room. So her dad shames her, Kevin shames her, and Lil fires her. And then her dad has another pop at her at a wedding, which I think is really out of order. And in terms of the beats, it's a bit off because he's just had a pop at her and they should be sort of reconciling. But then he gets run over. Oh, no. so she, gets a call. she gets a call, doesn't she? And it's her face and you're like, oh, what's happened? As he cut his throat with a broken brandy bottle. That's not what I thought. I thought they'd been over playing the sort of washer dryer and he's like, maybe he's got himself killed by trying to do a load of washing. <laughs> and then it's her fault. <laughs> that would be good. That would be good. I got his head caught in, in the, the washer dryer. Yeah, it overheated. Is, is Kevin a villain though? In terms of 90s or 2000 parlance, no, he's not. Talk, not. not talking about that. Let's I think now... That. Is Kevin a villain? Why well, would he even be a villain Because he's a bit stalkery. Slut-shaming, stalker, he's self-righteous, sort of paragon of virtue. Uh, he likes comics. So, oh, that's true, yeah, so he's a villain. Like, he's, he's a villain. He's a comic book villain. stuff out, though. And also, when they have that scene that Act 2 low point, she's like, you never tell me anything about yourself, so open up, blah. Um, and he's like, <laughs> I have no family. But he doesn't no. say anything else. He's, he's like, like, have you seen Goodwill Hunting? Yeah, I'm that. <laughs> We're just going to copy and paste that bit of dialogue. So he's like, I have pain, and therefore I'm a good person. But I'm not going to say anything about it or explain why I'm slut-shaming you right now. So you, you, she backs off immediately. She's like, <gasps> he's got pain. Which is one of my pet peeves. But he has got a nice smile. I read an article, and I can't remember the name of the journalist, and she said what he does brilliantly, and it is true, is he does a really good nervous swallow, and she's absolutely <laughs> right, because when Violet's doing the striptease, and she's talking about, oh, and then my heart starts resting, whatever, and he does this swallow, and you're like, yeah, 100%, definitely shag him. He swallowed before. <laughs> Okay, great. So, Jesus anyway. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. I've had a bit. Yeah. <laughs> now who's had a bit? I've sobered up from mine. <laughs> Just in time to pick up the pieces of that comment. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so, because Dad gets run over... <laughs> 
It makes him realise he shouldn't hold her back. <laughs> it's so weird. Dan's just been hit by a car. It just comes out of nowhere, literally yeah. and metaphorically. <laughs> I like. I quite like that he gets hit by a car because how a lot of other films of this sit in this same sort of wheelhouse would do it is that he's got an illness and he's on his way. Like you'd be like, I've got the diagnosis and yes. I won't be with him. And they longer. set it up with the KFC. Oh yeah. Yes. Why does he not just have a heart attack? I guess. But he so. does open up now, doesn't he? Because yes. he starts to tell her that he was an absolute cunt to her mother. Whoa! Who was great on stage, but he didn't really like her doing that. So he kind of stopped her doing her music stuff. And then he was doing exactly the same thing to his daughter. To his only daughter. Bad guy. Yeah. Like, and I find it difficult to spot bad guys in movies. And even I saw this one. <laughs> Looking in the mirror. It's, um, are the guys in this film worse than the guys in Cocktail? No! We've gone mad! No! Wait. No! Doug's better than both the guys in this movie. If, if you, if you <laughs> like, if you want Doug as your father figure, that is I'm sorry, you, but... Look, I'm an aristocrat of the working class. Are you? <laughs> <laughs> Did Sky make you say that? So, yeah, so he basically says to his daughter, You strip as much as you need, girl, to make it. I don't have a problem with it anymore. Um, and he admits he held her sweet dead mom back. So she gets a gig at the Bowery. And then the whole gang of turn out. I love a scene like that where it's like, Get the gang back together for mm. the sort of act three set piece. So turn the lights out, otherwise I can't. Well, this is annoying because I love Violet, but then she's going to fuck it up again. And you're like, Can you just sort it out? Like, it's not that hard. It's hard. It's not that hard. You can do this. And you've just had the clearance from your dad that your mum didn't ever have stage fright. So go out there and just boss it. But you can't do it. And there's a really weird scene where Kevin has access to the, I'm going to call it the utilities room of the Bowery. Because he's just in there. You'd think there would be a lock. But no, he's like, power, gone. And the best thing is, it's just a cut, and so I shouldn't judge because it's just a choice. But he goes, like that, cut. He's in the ballroom, so he's like a ghost. So he's just gone like back. I'm, I'm there straight away. And obviously, you don't want a scene where he's like taking the stairs because that's boring, but it's so immediate. He's like, bosh. It's so strange. <laughs> And then I think the power comes back on. I'm unclear about that. But anyway. Well, we can't um, have the climax in the dark. So, yeah, it has to come back on. But she's not phased. She just has to do the first two lines in the dark. And then she's Acapella. Fine. Acapella. Yeah. So it's the song. Um, and Performed oh. really badly. She should be a songwriter. Yeah. What do you mean? Like, well, I, think she's, I think she's terrible in this Leanne moment. Leanne Rhymes. No. Leanne oh, Rhymes no, is not terrible. Leanne Rhymes. No, Leanne Rhymes is a goddess. Well, she's singing. She's, she's singing, singing the song. Yeah, but I'm talking about... Piper's sort of the way she is on stage it's sort of like really awkward and like upsetting to watch yeah it made me upset yeah Mm. not not a natural not a natural star um so then she did look nice Chris but she's what not a a natural performer I mean look maybe it's just because I saw Leanne Rhymes being a bit of a goddess on the bar like the scene later but I just yeah I'm just saying yeah we'll get there so Leanne Rhymes turns up oh yeah we were just talking about that who? and then this bit I totally forgotten about they want to put a bit of a button on it and be like oh John Goodman do you want to get on the bar and I was like he can't no you can't do that let's embarrass John Goodman at the end of the movie yeah and it looks like he needs a bit of help getting up which is no fucking shame there obviously I would need help to get up there but I just don't think it's just not comfortable it's why just... not he loves dancing okay 
Oh, he just what? done Blues Brothers 2000. Like he's John Mr. Goodman had his character at, at, yeah. no, at no point. He's just been run over. I, it's not, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> He's up there with two broken legs. Get on the bar, fatty! That's what it does feel like, though. Yeah. yeah. And that's it. Violet and Kevin, because it's a beautiful fairy tale, just reaffirm that all their dreams have come true. And then she's like, your dreams have come true. Yeah. Arrogant. Dream- <laughs> yeah, this one. He she's says like, to her, well, how does it feel like all your dreams have come true? Because she's got a songwriting thing. She's like, yeah. And then she turns to him and gives him a kiss and goes, how does it feel like your dreams have come true? It's like, well, they haven't. <laughs> we don't know what your dreams are. You just are. kissed me. I've got a lot of dreams that haven't come true yet. <laughs> Dick. Yeah, I agree with you, actually. Yeah. Uh, the end. No. Not a dry seat in the house, etc. Sequel. Oh, yeah. Tyra Banks has been saying that she really wants a sequel to Coyote Nobody Ugly. Nobody else does. She, wanted, a lot of stuff she wanted Lady Gaga in it, Selena Gomez. And Meryl Streep, and she says of Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep. She says. She says of Meryl. She says of Meryl Streep. She goes. She goes. Yeah, I want Meryl Streep in it. Streep would be the bar. She should be the bar. Method actor, and that's because Tyra Banks is fucking mad. (laughs) But we did get. We got the chain after this of bars. We got the. There was three series of a reality show. Yes. Trying to find the ultimate Cody Ugly search. And this is uh, this made me laugh. So before Cozy Ugly came out, they didn't the the, the, the waitresses didn't automatically dance on the bar. No. And so um, Lovell said after the movie, we had to start having choreographers. Oh, easy for me to say on staff because that's what the public expected the coyotes do a dance every 40 minutes now people have fallen but we've re- remedied a lot of that we have the bars wider Wide bars, so there's yeah. more space. Um, those women must be annoyed by this. Well, they are. You saw them. They're sad and they want to go home. Yeah. They want to be watching Strictly. No, so dance. Hot. Is that not so hot? They're There's dead something wrong with you. God. So, so, what we said, this movie's literally destroyed lives. Uh, yes. Well, if wow. you ask that girl that broke her back, yeah. <laughs> I'm about to change my verdict. <laughs> I mean, I do feel. I think Lil Love is. It is. It's incredible that from a, a GQ article, you've suddenly got a global bar franchise. That is just insane that that happens. And I do, you know, think. I wouldn't. I mean, would I like to go to one? No, I wouldn't. But fair enough. <laughs> I had a good time with those people that didn't want to be with me. Oh yeah, that, that's nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The hogs and heifers people must be annoyed. It's gone now, hogs and heifers. Uh-huh. Yeah. I tried to find it the other day. The other day in New well, York. The other day, two and a half years ago. <laughs> anyway, that's it. Should we do the yeah. a bit? Uh, Chris, what was your best scene? Alex, do that face thing again you did when he comes in. <laughs> that, that's good, man. <laughs> it is. When is John, really your best scene? When John Goodman magic. sees like hers, like pouring water on herself, yeah. and he's like, <laughs> it's great. Okay, so that's your best scene. Yeah, I mean, there's not a lot, though, so yeah, I'm going for that. Okay. Um, <laughs> there's not a lot. There's not many good scenes. You so do yours. It's when you first go to the bar and they pour, pour some, some sugar, sugar on me. <laughs> wrong though why because it's a cheat you cannot use that song like to use that song in a scene in a bar immediately makes you think the movie that it's in is better than it is <gasps> how dare you rock of ages while he was saying that he wrote down cheat in capitals and put a box around it puts <laughs> a box around it's really mad rock of ages is one of the worst films in the history of cinema yeah the minute <laughs> pour some sugar on me comes on you're like Fuck me, this movie is amazing. The minute it stops, you're like, 
No, sorry, it's shit. <laughs> and it's the same for any movie that uses that song since so it's a cheat. That's it, that's Vicky's right. favourite scene. Yeah, what's your favourite scene? Uh, the pour some sugar on me scene. Fucking <laughs> 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 It's so good. It's so Dickhead. good. It's so much what's fun. It's just mind games. What's it's not bad. Inside there, though, aren't I? <laughs> uh, your most valuable whatever, you. Uh, Maria Bello for saying the line, I'm the original coyote without vomiting. Why are you so hung up on that line? I just think it's like, it's, it's not something for anyone to ever... Someone else should go, oh shit, you're like the original coyote. Okay. You don't say that yourself. It's her bar. <laughs> it's just like, it's like, it's giving a nick... Like, coyote is something that she's made up and then she sort of retroactively applied to herself it's just a dick thing to say hey I'm, I'm the original coyote it's okay. like ownership of it it's like shut up you know what I mean <laughs> yeah alright what about you <laughs> um Elizabeth Gilbert yes because I read that article the muse of the coyote ugly saloon everyone should read it it's brilliantly written it brilliant. it's a great article this film wouldn't exist without her and she deserved better and she went on to write Eat, Pray, Love. Ugh. That blew my mind. Oh, I mean, never seen it, but like, <laughs> I can't really connect those two no. things. No, I know. What? She doesn't. Okay. <laughs> yeah. what, is it like a sequel to Coyote Ugly? It's, it's, the it's, it's like Coyote Ugly without the dancing. Okay. <laughs> uh, mine is Piper Parabola. Because I didn't realise it at the time, but watching it this time, serious like Julia Roberts in Pretty Woman vibes. The big smile, the big laugh, the sort of unguarded moments, and also the Disney version of sex work. So I can see the parallels there. Um, <laughs> what would you change, Chris? Okay, I want to see more realism. Um, so sh- there should be a scene where they're cleaning beer off the floor and piss out of the toilets. And also, the sequence where they set the bar on fire, then dance in it wearing clothes that are covered in alcohol. That scene needs to play out how it would in real life. I want to see them go up in flames. Great! Um, and also, this is something from the article that didn't make it into the movie, but that I think Alex should do when we're finished here. And I'm quoting from the article. By three in the morning, Spit Take Phil had found a latex glove and filled it with beer. He pokes holes in the glove's fingers and climbs onto the bar. He gets on all fours and tucks the bloated glove into his belt so it hangs like an udder. He moves. Naturally, I grab two rubber udders and quickly put my hair in farm girl pigtails and then I milk him. They loved it. Those Can we men make that happen? Do you think I've got a latex glove? As long as... Pete, brother. <laughs> as long as... Oh, Sam's looking. <laughs> we'll find one, we'll find one. The coppers are outside. I seriously would do that. As, no. long, as, as long as everyone's dead behind the eyes. I'm, <laughs> I'm so into it. Uh, what's your change? Um, I honestly I never leave the bar coyote ugly. Everything in this film is fun when it's in the bar. Everything outside the bar is shit. Apart from, I would grant an extended fish market sequence. So that's so interesting that you say that. Oh, really? We think the same thing. My change is, you know how much I love a rom-com, reach around, not reach around? They go to a fish market, he's like, catch the fish. No, they go to a fish market, he puts his arm around her, let me show you how to gut a fish, for obvious reasons. Yeah, but they should be gutting a fish. And she's like, oh, yo, this is, this is awesome. Obviously. Easy peasy, writes itself. It's a fish market reach around. I think you may have. I think you may have lost sight of what makes a good reach around. Potentially, yeah. I, it's, not, it's like a bad scene from Ghost. 
Although the fish would be dead behind the eye, so I'm kind of into it. <laughs> so you'd be into it, yeah. My actual serious one, just to bring oh. it back to the script theory for a second. That was fine. That was fine. Oh, really? Well, I think Lil doesn't let Violet go to her gig and it makes Lil seem like a dick because it should be Violet being like, I don't want to go, I don't want to go. And it's Lil like, you can't go, plus you don't want to go. But it just makes Lil seem really awful and vindictive mm. and I don't like that. Mm. That's my real like fish one. Okay, yeah, 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 just yeah. just keep it. Just edit that bit out. It's fine. Just keep it. The fish one. <laughs> and it just be so much fun. You get the knife and you go, and then the fish goes, and then whatever. And she's like, ah. and he's like, no, don't worry, breathe through your mouth. <laughs> Sorry, grab myself up. Doing a rain podcast. Breathe through your mouth, you'll be fine. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. Because the fish can't. Because no. of the smell. Fine, Alex. Let's get. Let's do the verdict. All right, we're done. <laughs> fish not smell different. Fish. That's true. Actually, yeah. I don't know when you said you got rid of that fish. That's cool. Cuts don't smell good. I don't know. That's interesting. Yeah, pull it together. I'm pulling it together. I feel, but I think this is a more interesting debate than the verdict of the show. <laughs> the fish cut smell if the fish is fresh. Exactly. No. Yeah. <laughs> it's time for the verdict. Yay! Right then, uh, who wants to go first? I guess uh, Chris, you can go first. Okay, cocktail gets points for authenticity because Tom is spinning those bottles and in Cote Ugly, those girls ain't dancing. But cocktail is disjointed and preachy and it's all over the place totally and it made my head spin. But Coyote Ugly made me cringe much more the the power dance in the diner the makeover whenever Adam Garcia and John Goodman are dancing up on that bar I'm just, I can barely watch the film <laughs> I, I, I'm, just, I'm crying but it pushes the buttons it needs to push it never tries to lecture me it never loses its sense of fun so I'm going Coyote Ugly Ooh. a film I'll never watch again <laughs> but enjoy very much Okay, at this point it's kind of over to you for your vote. I'm going to ask you to cheer if you want Cocktail to win and then cheer if you want Coyote Ugly to win. So this is the time. If you want Cocktail as your vote as the audience here tonight, give me a cheer now for Cocktail. I know, yeah, really bad. Wow. Okay, one more time for Cocktail. All right, and now Coyote Ugly. Okay, Um, I'm pretty sure that it is a big vote for Coyote Ugly. So that's two vote for Coyote Ugly. (laughs) That's two for Coyote Ugly so far. I'll let you be the deciding vote, Victoria, because it matters not what I. (laughs) So true. So, so my vote is. Uh, uh, can I speak? Yeah, of course. Don't. No, sorry. <laughs> okay, so. I'm voting Coyote Ugly. Coyote Ugly What's your vote, though? Oh, just, Bella. Just while we're here. Can I just say my thing? Yeah, of course, yeah. So, Coyote Ugly. Coyote Ugly's won, but it's sort of like. Coyote Ugly, there's a lot to answer for. I've been in lots of bars where girls attempt to knee slide or a dance on the bar still, and it's not pretty and it's not a good idea. But Cocktail is all over the place. What is it? A love story? No. Rags to riches? Don't know. Coyote Ugly strays disappointingly far from the source material, but you get a good fairy tale, so who gives a shit? So, Coyote Ugly, obviously. Four for four. Yeah, I thought you were gonna. I was. Gonna, I wasn't gonna do cocktail. No, it's 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 close to unwatchable. 
It's a horrible, disgusting, ugly film that I will be watching again. I mean, take Doug out and put him in Coyote Ugly, then you've got a fucking movie. Oh, hello. That should be all of our changes for both films. That's a great change. Doug owns Coyote Ugly. Don't say that. Oh, my God, yeah. And then, he, and then he cuts Violet's throat with it. No. <laughs> uh, although. No. Twist. Twist. Dead, Alex, behind, the, dead behind the eyes. Right. <laughs> we have a winner. It is Coyote Ugly. That is it for Clashboard Live tonight. Thank you so much for coming. Um, I'm going to go behind the bar and make a red eye right now, uh, which you are welcome to drink. Uh, <laughs> Chris's idea. And there's a prize for anyone that downs Alex's red eye. Uh, that sounds like a euphemism. Is it a pint? It's a pint so. of. Is it beer, vodka, egg? No, there's no vodka in it, is there? But it is your birthday. It's not your birthday. Is it your birthday? <laughs> Fuck! Happy birthday! <laughs> I kind of feel like you should. I mean, if you don't, I will. <laughs> oh, no. Well, all right. Two red eyes. <laughs> I've got more prizes. Let's go. Hopefully, volunteer for the red eyes. Just so there is a finish to the end of the bit. Thank you very much. Thank you. All right, then, that is it. That was our second ever live show Cocktail versus Coyote Ugly. Well done, whichever film won. I don't know. Uh, I can't remember. I think it was Coyote Ugly. I do too. Well, I, th- I think so as well. Yeah. And pe- oh. some people were upset. Not me. I remember that. <laughs> Not me either. <laughs> no. Not the way we were dressed. <laughs> We looked stunning. <laughs> right then, so uh, we're going to do another live show at some point in the future. Yeah, we're, we're going to try and combine it with a screening, I think, in mm. 2023. Yep, and and tequila. So that's uh, that's <laughs> something to look forward to. Right? Oh uh, yeah, no, we're going to do um, tequila mockingbird. Oh Jesus, he's back! <laughs> Come, he on. back. <laughs> Come on! Come <laughs> on! Huh? Two weeks in Mexico to work on that shit. <laughs> that's all I was drinking. <laughs> right then, it's back to regular service or not regular service because it is time for fan january fanuary where you pick two months january and february worth of clashes so we have our very first clash coming up next week vicky what was the clue you gave on monday it's when the hunter becomes the hunt head and what films <laughs> are we doing for our first fanuary clash Predator versus Prey. Breathe. Oh my God. It's an amazing, amazing clash. So that will be happening next week. Until then, enjoy the rest of the holiday period, festive season, however you want to describe it. And we'll be back with Fanuary starting next week. Clash of the Titles is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Saving money on exterior wall lights. Now at Menards. Find your style with Patriot Lighting. Exterior lights enhance the look of your home. Choose from over 50 options from Patriot Lighting. Now through May 19th, get $10 instant savings on a single qualifying purchase of $100 or more on in-stock outdoor wall lights. Check out our entire selection of outdoor lights and see the rest of our deals happening now on Menards.com. Save 